Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And joining us this week is the one and only Gunch Daddy, the Gunch Pot, the JJ Pogchamp liaison. Please Gunch welcome Reno. back. Gunch Arena. Please welcome back Noah Reno. Hello, everybody. Jay, what, what are you? <laughs> I was on the wrong. Uh, you know what? I was on the wrong board. I was on the. It's been. I was on uh, that board. I was gotcha. on the point seven second drop board. Yeah. Big difference. That's my bad. Big difference. Noah, thanks mm-hmm. so much for coming back on the show, man. It's glad to have you Thank back. Thank you for having me again. Of course. Of course. You are a celebrated member of the Mind Gap podcast family, and it's just an absolute joy to have you <laughs> digitally with us now. So It's, uh, it's exciting. Our topics this day are going to be crazy. <laughs> Would you Was say they are best... going to be poggers? <laughs> That's my best that Jared Leto Jared joker. Leto? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> That's perfect. This is why I love you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I didn't like so his laugh. Much. But we'll get what? into that. We'll get into that. We got some other shit mm. we're going to get through first. Mm. But uh, first of all, Justin, I had a question I asked you before we started. And that question is, if you were to have an OnlyFans account, mm-hmm. what would you what would you do with your OnlyFans account? What would you do mm-hmm. to allure people to come to your site, your page at OnlyFans, and to pay, uh, is it $10, $5? I would, would personally, them? I would charge $5. That's fair. Well, come on. Don't sell I yourself want, short. Well, here's the thing. I want I want my fans to be able to see what I'm doing. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make anyone uh, poorer in the pockets, if you will. I want to make their pockets taut <laughs> with my content. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what OnlyFans is, it's a site where you can go and essentially people pay what they want to view your site and you could be nude, you could post videos, you could diddle yourself, you could diddle someone else, whatever. It's an opportunity for people to do uh, honest sex work. I think it's really cool. For me- I mean, that's a possibility. You can do honest sex work. You could also, there are some regular, just regular people who just do whatever. Like they use it as a as a different kind of Patreon almost. Just like you can go to Pornhub to watch like pirated movies, right? right? Or Minecraft Let's Plays. Exactly. I mean, technically it does exist there. There you go. Yeah. But so mostly would, it's sex work. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna call it what it is, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh I would the main the majority of what my channel would be is uh I would read Gordon Ramsay's cook cookbooks. In a very sensual manner, ASMR style. That would be the the gist of my channel. 
Justin, could you give yeah. us a taste, maybe an appetizer of what this might sound like? Yeah, of course. Maybe an <clears throat> accent, maybe German. Maybe. <laughs> you want German? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Take the pork butt out of the marinade that you've had it in overnight. Tenderly place the pork butt on your smoker. Increase the heat ever so slightly. And that'd be it. That'd be a gist of... I, look, I don't want to give too much away. It's $5 a month if you want more of that. But well, that's, that's good. That's a good start. Yeah. Uh, Slotty yeah. took the thought right out of my head was Gilbert Gottfried also doing ah. ASMR, you know, would also be interesting. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried doing <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tenderly go to sleep as you listen to the sound of my voice. <laughs> scratch, scratch, goes the kitty cat. Was he reading a children's book? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. What do you want him to do? You get to decide. You get to choose. $5 a month. The power is I, yours. I also have my first couple. <laughs> oh, this was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I've got so many retweets from sex yes. accounts now. What? Yes. That's so, what we want. Sexy promotion retweeted, and they they quoted the tweet going, lovely content. DM your pictures for shout out on Instagram. We help you to grow your OnlyFans at Instagram over 11 million network. Most yes. visit. Yes. That's in clear cut English. So, you know, it's legit. Yeah. They tuned into the stream and they saw what you were promoting. Right. Perfect. Someone using Angelina Jolie's headshot and their name is Jerry said, promote this on Twitter.com slash OnlyFan world retweet. Yeah. Oh, there's, this is, this was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to burn this account down now. <laughs> Mind Gap immediately has 5,000 followers on Twitch. <laughs> now, for oh. me, personally, if I was doing OnlyFans, it would all be belly button stuff. Because I think that is an untapped market. And if you all know, my belly button is cavernous. It's yep. like a black hole. And it's something that I have- think is beautiful. You also have pepperoni nipples. You could play. I do. Play I have, into that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, where are we gonna go? You know. It was just, you know, it could be like, get it so that it's, it's like the mouth is the belly button. You know, that's giving mm-hmm. you good advice. You know. Maybe it's jerk off instructions. I don't know. I mean, the world's Who our knows, oyster. Right? You know. Yeah. So let's jerk the oyster off. Am I right? I, I think you've got something there, actually. I think yeah. jerk off instructions would like very specific, like for. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe just like Dungeons and Dragons players, Ooh. but like the hyper specific ones. Like people who have been DMing since the 90s. Maybe like specifically for Gary Gygax. Like one specifically for Gary Gygax. Um, <laughs> what about I think, if, I think what, you could do that. Like a cameo Gilbert, for jerk off. <laughs> what if now Gilbert we're talking. Did, a, did a joy uh video? I feel like that'd be the mm-hmm. real sweet spot right there. Which yeah, one did you say? Gilbert Godfrey Gilbert did Godfrey. a joy video. Yeah. All right, you piece of shit. Here we go. <laughs> now pull- start slow. <laughs> pull down your pants. <laughs> Spit on your pole. <laughs> or do it dry if you're that kind of guy. Bite the pillow. I'm coming in dry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Fancy Robin? How you doing? 
Wow, what a great start to this uh, to this show. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we Woo. loosen up. Woo! Woo! Uh, well, uh, a couple things. Let's get out of the way real quick. <laughs> be sure to follow us on Spotify if you don't already, or wherever you find your podcast. but also be sure to check us out on Spotify. Number two, be sure to check out our Discord server. Join our Discord community. Head over to twitch.tv slash podcast. Down below in our About section, you'll find a little button that says Discord. Click right on that. Come join our community. We post silly memes all the time. We're just generally active, and we set up game nights. It actually is really cutting into my productivity because I see people are playing games, and I'm like, or someone's like, Doug, what are you doing? I want to play games. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to not do the thing that I need to do and play Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch or Left 4 Dead 2 or whatever else everyone wants to play. It's a lot of fun. So come check us out. Join our Discord. Join our family. It'll be great. Also, check out our merch on Redbubble, redbubble.com. In the search field, just type in Mind Gap Podcast. You'll find our two designs there. One is our Mind Gap Podcast classic logo. The other one is I Will Haunt Your Butt. You can find all those logos. Your butt. That, 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 that's it. You'll find it all there. And yes, Jared, I don't ignore your Fortnite requests. I just don't play. Does that, does that count? When you ask me, it's at, the, it's at the worst possible times. You're like, Doug, come play. And I'm like, it's like times where I'm spending with my family. So I apologize. It's not that I, not that I don't love you. I do. Sorry. I do love you, Jared. So much. <laughs> All, all the way. I love you. Uh-huh. Uh, but check us out on Redbubble for all of our merch. Help support the podcast. And last but not least, we record live on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Central, our podcast, which is what we're doing right now. And then Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Central, we do our video game live stream where I host something fun. At least I think it's fun. You come hang out. And this Saturday, we're going to be playing Spyfall on Tabletop Simulator. If you're not familiar with Spyfall, it's a board game that's now digital. Where essentially it's a game of bluffing and deception. A little bit of deduction. Where people are handed a card. On that card is a location and a role. And one of the people has a card that says spy. And the spy is trying to figure out where they are as people ask questions. And people are trying to figure out who the spy is. So it's a little bit like sussing people out and figuring out what's going on. And it's going to be a really good time. I'm super excited. So come join us. It'll be fun. You can maybe guess along and see who's a piece of shit, who's lying, who's not. You'd All be right. a detective. We want you to come join out. us. Call Noah out and be like, it's Noah. Because I can't wait to see. Because Noah, is, is his stipulation for playing this is you have to be in character. So once you see that role, you got to play that character in character. So it should be a real treat. I can't wait. So, yeah, Jervis, come join us, man. Tabletop Simulator, if you got it, come play with us. So, Saturday, 8 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash podcast. Now, back to Gilbert Gottfried's jerk-off instructions. <laughs> A.K.A. the Snyder Cut. Hey, spoiler alert! We're talking about the Snyder Cut tonight for Justice League that launched last Thursday on HBO Max. It's a four-hour endeavor. And today, we're going to break it down. We're going to go through. Noah took extensive notes live while he was watching it. We thought he would be the perfect guest to have on here to talk about this. And I think it'll be great. So, kick things off. Uh, did you guys watch it? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> well, it'll be a, be a fun show. <laughs> no, I did. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, just ahead of time, in case anybody doesn't know. Uh, we're going to be 
uh, going into this film. So here we go. Yeah. Uh, so yes, and also thank you, Fancy Ramen, for hanging out with us. Uh, he's a great streamer as well. So check him out at Fancy Ramen TV. Good guy. Uh, what are you know? We got a lot to get into. This was <clears throat> four hours, which was yes. twice the length of the theatrical cut, 2017. But initial thoughts on it. What were you like going into it? What did you kind of like? What was your overall sort of experience? Like, what what, what are your thoughts? Noah, let's start with you. Going in, I was I was not having any of it. I didn't want to watch the movie to begin with, and I never watched the Justice League 2017 movie. Uh, coming out of it, it was pretty good, man. You know, it's like worth it no <laughs> but it was free and i didn't have to go somewhere to watch it and i got to like eat food in between and it it, it was fine i'm i'm better i'm maybe not a better person coming out of it but i'm better knowing that it's in the world and other people liked it i think maybe <laughs> very definitive answer and i respect it i was gonna say yeah way to be committal <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> he gives half answers the whole time. He's like, you know, it was, you know, it's like a duality kind of thing. You know, it's just, it's, there's both sides. And, you know, he's the spy. Um, right. Justin, okay. <laughs> what did you think? Were you, what were you like going into it? And I didn't think that I could hate a movie more than I hated the 2017 Justice League. And I am still correct in that because I did not hate this movie. How about that for a misdirection? Um, no, I look, I went into this. I went into this with very, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I went into this with very low expectations and those expectations were exceeded, but it's not hard to do when they're very, very low. Um, at the end of the day, I'll say this. I, when I'm wrong, I will, uh, I'll fully admit to it. I, I, I was wrong about this movie. You and I kind of shat on it uh, leading up to it. I, without really any caveats, I enjoyed the movie. I, I actually liked it. I thought it was a, it was a, yeah, I, you know, it wasn't an in game, but I thought it was a good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I did not feel like the four hours was, uh, I didn't feel like I was slogging through it necessarily. So, and we can get more into that, but overall, I did not feel like it was a slog. Um, there were moments, but overall it was great. Doug, what did you think? I had the same thing. Like I had extremely low expectations. I was like, why are they doing this? This seems like a waste of time, a waste of money. Um, I watched the justice league movie in 2017 one time and it was incredibly forgettable. And I was kind of like, Part of me, like, going in, I was like, you know what? I'm curious because I don't remember much of the movie previously. I remember beats, but I don't remember mm -hmm. specifics. Like, I was wondering if I'd be able to find scenes that I recognized, which I was. But I was like, overall, I'm like, am I going to be able to tell, like, a significant difference? Two hours added to it. Yes, I could tell there was a difference. Um, I kind of was in the same boat with you, Justin, where I'm like, I came away and same thing with you. No, I came away going, you're like, you know what? It was fine, you know? It was, I, I found myself in the last hour being like, oh, wow, I, I kind of, like, I didn't want to go to the bathroom. I was like, I, even though I could pause it, I have that power. But I was like, I kind of want to wait. I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm engaged with with what's going on. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it was enjoyable. And now, I would say it is a bit of a slog. And I am not running back to 
rewatch it anytime soon, um, which is a big thing for me to rewatch ability with stuff. Like that's how I, that's a hallmark of a good movie for me. If, if I want to go back and rewatch it with the exception of if, if it's super depressing, I'm like, that was great. I don't think I could watch that again kind of film, but this wasn't that it was just like, yeah, I watched it. It was almost like an achievement when I was done. I'm like, I did it. Whew. Like achievement unlocked. And then it was, you know, I was kind of like, wow, it actually kind of sucked the energy out of me. Like I didn't, I felt, you know, I didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldier until today, which is Tuesday. Like I didn't get around to it until today. Like I was so trying to watch it. Actually, I watched it in two sit, two sessions. I thought I was going to have to spread it out over the whole weekend. But yeah. I watched about an hour and then I had to go do something else. And then the next day I watched the rest of it. So it was, it was an interesting ride. So. So you're saying too, this week is very emotional. Yeah. I was just like, I was, when I was done, I'm like, well, I did it. I did my good deed. I think, uh, I think I'm good here. I think I'm cleared to do something else. So <laughs> I can go enjoy the sunlight. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into it, man. Let's, let's, let's dive in. Yeah. Let's dive in. Noah, where do you want to start? Oh, where else is there to start but the beginning? There we go. I mean, fucking Christ, dude. I was like, not at all. I, I went in with low expectations, and then the first fucking two hours, I was still on those low expectations. I was, like, not at all impressed with the first two hours of the movie because, I don't it was just bad. <laughs> like, it was just nothing. It was unsubstantial fucking forgettable nonsense. The only shit that I remember of the movie was the shit that I was fucking taking notes on because it was so fucking poor. <laughs> discuss <laughs> so give me an example like what's what's what are the some of the things that stood out to you that the you th- staggering was so thing was in the one of the opening shots of the film with jesse eisenberg standing in a pool of water he wasn't standing in a pool of water he was standing on a sound stage and they made his clothes look wet and then they put this shitty cgi water in there that looked so so bad I don't know how they get away with this stuff. They put how much fucking money into this movie? Just an reshoot extra, it. They shot that. that. It was an extra like? seventy million is what they put into it. You know. I will definitely agree that that specific shot in that opening sequence that was very noticeable. I will. I will one hundred percent concede that point. Yes, that was. It was bad because they got him for reshoots. They re, they shot new scenes with Jesse Eisenberg. Put him in, in a, a pool, pool of water. <laughs> Someone, someone in LA has an above ground pool. Just put him in that. Someone, someone especially one that hasn't been cleaned. Right. I mean, it's, do you want dirty water? You can get dirty water, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was that was example one. Yeah, I was I was confused by that scene. Well, because the, the whole opening again. One of my biggest issues with this movie it was it was they drew it out. Like it, I don't think it was. We didn't, it, 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 I wouldn't say it earned its four hours, but I mean, it extended itself. It stretched <laughs> itself out. Like, let's see how long we can make this. Oh, well, actually, speaking of stretching itself out, this film is presented in a four by three format to keep the integrity of Zack Snyder's vision. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was Here's so funny. That message bothered me more than the four by three aspect ratio. Like I was, I was able to accept the four by three, uh, about five minutes in, I was like, no, this is whatever I I've, I've acclimated, but that message, I was like, fuck you. (laughs) 
Fuck you, message. Well, I also artistic vision. It's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd also say, like, you know, IMAX, widescreen, you know, 3D stuff. Films have been created with that in mind to enhance the experience. And, you know, Justin and I have talked about this with the movie The Lighthouse. They used 4x3 as well, but it was to an effect to make it feel claustrophobic. Right. I didn't see two things. One, I didn't see the point in it. Like, I don't personally enjoy 4x3 aspect ratio. No um, one does. It, it didn't bother. You're me. not. It, you're not on an island there. But that's the thing is like it also didn't bother me. Like I didn't notice it. Like after the first couple minutes, right. I got over it and I forgot about. It. So the fact that I didn't notice it also proves that it wasn't necessary. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't bother me at all. It was just the message was just like so. Right. You know, Zack Snyder put a lot of time into this. He put a lot of work into this thing that he was kicked off of, or whatever the details were. Because uh, again, I didn't, I didn't give a shit about the Justice League movie. I saw Batman versus Superman. I was like, done. I'm, I was out. I was like, hard send. Yeah. I'll keep up with the comics. I'm out. Uh, so I don't, I don't even know the details. I don't know why he was, why he was removed from the project, or, or why he left, or whatever. But I was, I just was like, man, this is so like self-serving. Like I, I feel like that he asked them, he asked HBO to put that there. Yeah, of course. Like, or or it was one of those things where like we have to let the audience know <laughs> that this is nothing wrong with your TV or HBO Max. Right. The director yeah. intended it to be this way, kind of like with. Well, it's just like he sat down and watched the entire movie from start to finish, and was like, the entire time thinking, "I think we need a message at the beginning. I don't think people are going to get it." Right. All right, put the four by three message. Well, in. it was like when the Last Jedi came out, right? And theaters had to put a notice out for that one scene where it goes silent. Mm-hmm. Like, by the way, this mm-hmm. is. The sound didn't go out in the theater. Like, this is how oh, yeah. it's supposed to be because people are like, oh, what does that say more so about the audiences nowadays? But that you have to like so people are so quick to be to jump on fucking, you know, Twitter and oh, fucking sound, you know, like you got to say, hey, for 30 seconds, it's going to be quiet. Relax. It's part of the thing. Everyone just relax. Probably because the theater people got so sick of people being like, you know, the sound went out. And, th- and they're like, it's it's supposed to be that way. Oh, I didn't know. And the next guy goes, hey, you know, the sound. And they're just like, you know what? Put up a fucking sign. Like, well, right. No, actually volumes to who we are yeah. as a society. Yeah. Well, yeah. because I think us as Star Wars fans can actually when that moment happens, you can hear this sound in your head. Mm hmm. Silence great yep there you go. <laughs> i feel like that's what you were looking for <laughs> either way the bit works um but i uh yeah. Yeah, look i know in, in an article he talked about why the four by three and he said it was because <clears throat> it forces more of a vertical shot you don't have things stretched out side to side he said most of your heroes unless superman is flying horizontally most of your heroes are supposed to be these very tall, very imposing figures. And so the four by three aspect ratio forced him to frame things more top to bottom, more vertically than horizontally. That was his, from an artistic standpoint, that was his explanation behind it. Okay. I mean, I would say I'd go back and rewatch it to see if that counts, but I don't want to do that. So, yeah. Well, the um, only thing I thought, Specifically, like the scene where Wonder Woman met Cyborg on the street, um, 
like all I was all I thought was, well, if we just extended the frame a little bit, we just get a little bit more street. We could still keep them. It wouldn't affect their framing at all. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, there's anamorphic lenses for that reason. Like you, there's ways around this, Zach. I don't know if you know this, but there's ways around this. Yeah, so they yeah. just they just wanted to remove some of the CGI. I bet they're just like ah, we're literally we're just only doing the CGI for the shot, and then beyond the shot, beyond this, the the virtual camera, there's nothing there. Yeah, because they didn't have the budget for that. Yeah, they're like you're willing to get seventy million, so we got to stretch yeah. it out. We got to make it work. Yeah, yeah. No, I I thought the intro was a lot like the rest of the movie, where it was too long. It was just I got kind of sick of hearing Superman's. Da- death, death. Well, that's the thing too is I actually completely forgot the fucking end of Batman vs Superman. I just it ends for me when he says, "Why would you say that name?" And then the movie's gone. The movie's over. So like I don't, I didn't remember anything. I didn't remember who the villain was. I don't remember why they stopped fighting. It just, it just ended. So right. then they start showing shots from the last movie, and I'm like, "Am I supposed to fucking know what's happening?" Yeah. Because I don't. Because they showed you shots. They gave it to you. <laughs> and then I was you so confused at that at the the Lex Luthor thing where he was in the not water, looking at. And Justin kind of explained this to me last night because I was like, I thought he was communicating with Steppenwolf. Because that's because at the end of Superman or Batman v Superman, you get the thing where he's like, Batman, they're coming. He's like TikTok or Ding Dong, whatever, they're coming. And I didn't really understand how he knew that, but I guess the understanding is that he accessed the computer in the Superman ship and it show was showing him what else was out there. So then he knew. And I was just like, there was just sort of like things happening where I'm like, I'm really confused. You're seeing these boxes. I'm like, I don't know what yeah. these are. And I just, you know, part of the problem with this movie was that it suffered from what DC has always suffered from is that they move too fast with building their universe. And because of that, we haven't let it breathe. It seems like there's a lot of like gems in there that I just don't, I just don't know like what's what. Whereas with Marvel, um, I, I, I followed enough of it that I understood, or at least they would tease something and then I could research it and I could get it. Whereas like we start with this and it's like the mother boxes. I'm like, what's a mother box? And they actually don't tell you what it is. Right. For a little while. I'm like, what well, is this thing? Okay, so I'll, were they not in the Justice League movie? The they, first one? Though they were. They very okay. much were. Yeah. Okay. They played they were the central role. Yeah. Because I didn't know that. I, I didn't know any yes. anything going in. I forgot so, all about them. So um I didn't know what the mother boxes were until Bruce Wayne said, wait, 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 mother boxes? And all I could think of, oh, he's just as fucking dumbfounded by these things as I am. That's awesome. <laughs> this is yeah, that's great. And then they explain it. They give you all of the exposition in about a 30-minute period of dialogue. Uh, give and take a little bit. Right. But relative to the whole movie, that was a fraction of time. Yeah, right? Yes. It was just a yes. small small bit, yeah. you know? Yes. It was just one slow-motion scene of time, all right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where um, my mind was blown when I saw a Green Lantern just get murdered. Yeah. I was like... Because I forgot it was R-rated, and I was like, Whoa. I also didn't know... I didn't know it was a flashback. <laughs> It wasn't made clear to me that it was. A, I was like, "Are we just time skipping? Like, are we just in the future now?" Where, uh, and then it happens again later in the movie, and I and I again just neglected to realize that this is not the current time. <laughs> like, because we get to the epilogue, and I'm like, "How fucking far in the future are we? Why did they skip everything? Yeah. This isn't an epilogue. This is a new movie." <laughs> 
we'll put a pin in that because we're definitely yeah. going to talk about yeah. that for sure. I I think to for me the uh, I didn't mind that the mother boxes didn't get explained for two reasons. One, I made the mistake of doing a a back to back double feature of BVS and Justice League about two three months ago. Um, stayed up to like three in the morning watching it. Doug and Slotty got a earful from me after I was very regretful the next day. Um, <clears throat> but the other, so I was, I was very aware of what the mother boxes were from that. But, uh, I think from a storytelling perspective, I don't mind when a movie, uh, introduces something and then doesn't pay it off right away. Right. I'm, I'm okay with them being like the mother boxes and you're going, what? Like, that just fucking sit yeah. back and relax. Oh, don't totally. worry about it. Let's totally. It's like when I'm watching a movie with someone, they're like, well, what is this thing? I'm like, just watch the movie. Right. Like watching watching watch the movie asking. with my with my so, five year old daughter. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I I I just made an, a user error when I was watching the movie, and that was, I see the box crack. The box cracks. This is the beginning of the movie. The box cracks open. There's light coming out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what this thing is. And then I don't know. I don't know how much time passed. Something. I was just looking away, and then Stefan Wolf was there, and I was like, did the box make him? Was he spawned by the box? Did he, was the box summoning him? I don't know what the box is. And then I saw that Cyborg had a box and I'm like, well, why does he have a box? It's going to make another Steppenwolf. <laughs> I was so, confused at how so I like. I was just confused. These, these wormholes with just the transportation. It's just like, the Bifrost. He just I know, has a Bifrost. But I was like, but who's activating it? You know, I was like, where is this? I don't know where this is coming from. It's just, I'm like, okay. You know, minor, minor quibble. But I was like, I don't know how this is, this is happening. Um, yeah. Well, and, and I want to make it very clear to the audience, uh, to everybody watching. About the two hour mark, I was actually, I was into it. But I have a lot to shit about, to say about the first two hours. I mean, you can see it in my notes is like, I just have less things to say. So I just kind of start saying like, yeah, Aquaman's cool. <laughs> Like, I just love these shots. And so, like, as the movie progresses, I'm, like, very, I become very into it. But while we're in this these early steps, just like the movie, we're going to be negative and then maybe move into something complicated. Well, I liked it because you do have that specific note in here that said, wait, why are they taking the box with them? If it spawned Steppenwolf, didn't it? What if it spawned another one? Like, you were yeah. obviously confused about what was, was happening. So confused. Um, what, how was I supposed to know? I did. I did. I, I've always appreciated the Amazon part of the Wonder Woman universe on DC. I think they've done a wonderful job with them, like just seeing how badass they are. And I believe they're amazing at what they do. So I did appreciate that. Um, but again, you know, it's starting with that opening sequence where, you know, Superman's just forever yelling and his, his death throes are just sort of echoing throughout the world it's just taking forever same thing with this like when the fucking temple it's just there was so much classic Zack snyder slow-mo that was just like uh like let's I, little known fact if you sped up all the slow-mo sequences the movie would actually have a two hour and 20 minute runtime oh, exactly. it'd be a real movie yeah exactly uh but yeah there's just moments can, where i'm like fact check that I'm well, like, and actually, you, actually, this is also something you can fact check, is that if you cut the entire score of the movie, except for Wonder Woman's theme, it would still be two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I want to put a pin into is, is the music. But um, yeah, I thought I thought that was that was cool and everything like that. But it was just it, it took a I don't know. There's just times where I'm like, this is a lot. This is taking a mm -hmm. long time. And I think 
we could cut stuff out of it. But um, I think it was a nice introduction to Steppenwolf in that um, you realize how powerful he is. Um, uh, kinda... Which, by the way, I think he looked great. I think Steppenwolf mm-hmm. looked awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. Way better than the than the like the trailers for Justice League originally. Like he looks Absolutely. really good. Like he's <clears throat> he's up there with Thanos, especially when he sheds his armor a little bit. And yeah. It's just like his gross body. He looks awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I to to your point, Doug, talking about you said you you were talking about how things were just moving too slowly or how there was too much setup. Is that yeah. what you were just saying? Well, it was yeah. more or less like the scenes they drug on for so long, and I was like, right. Uh, an like example of that a, was a building collapse for 30, 40, 50 seconds. Well, an example of that was, you know, when Bruce Wayne goes to the Iceland area and he goes to the ice village and whatever. And then as Aquaman goes in the water after taking off his sweater and then the ladies start singing, they <laughs> sing like a whole song, like the whole song and as they're singing one of right. them bends down and picks up his sweater and sniffs it and then keeps singing i'm like why are we watching this <laughs> and then they do it again later <laughs> and he just he, there's just a music video of him walking into the ocean off a pier yeah it's it like, was that doesn't yeah. need to be there i get it he's cool jason yeah. mom was cool i love him yeah. aquaman's my favorite superhero and period I, and, and i love that shot of the water coming up like it was it was cool but that it got, i got like almost a little bit of tarantino vibes like we're doing this because it's cool like yeah <laughs> right right yeah <sighs> yeah i don't I, I guess i don't want i don't know where to put this in i, I don't want to jump ahead but no, I, let's go for it i do think that i do think that a lot of uh I blame a lot of the faults on this movie on the studio and not so much Snyder. And the reason I say that is because if, if it had gotten out of Snyder's way, because initially this was supposed to be a, a trilogy, a three movie arc with other movies, you know, spaced in basically it was supposed to be the MCU in DC. If they had given Snyder the runway that he needed to do this, I don't think he would have had to jam everything into this one. I think what he saw is he was like, look, I'm probably not going to get to do anything more than this. So here is the movie, like whether or not it makes sense, whether or not any of this is going to get paid off. Here's the movie that I was going to give you. So Mm -hmm. take it. This is what I was going to do. You can talk to the studio when you're pissed off that this, none of this is going to get paid off. And I, I, I really think that Warner really needs to be left holding the bag on this one. I think sure. Snyder gave us a good vision. And I think a lot of the shit could have been sped up. Had he known that he was going to get to tell more of this later on. Yeah. And though I totally agree with you, like 100%, I, I still have to judge the movie at what it is. You know, it's like, it's a good movie, man. Like it really, like it is, but it's not any better than anything Marvel's ever made. And I'm not going to give something extra kudos because it's better than what it was supposed to be you can't like you don't your bar just doesn't automatically get lowered because you're better than the bad thing it's a competent movie and i'm going to give it the proper grading for what it should be as far as a competent movie goes and that's it (laughs) (laughs) all right guys you can follow mind gap on all of (laughs) this No, I actually like what you both said because that that is useful information to know right because knowing that context going into this film you're like okay 
this was his shot to be like, I'm going to put everything that I possibly could put out there, and this is why it is. Like, it makes sense right. as opposed to, like, you're like, why is this four hours? Why is the epilogue so long? <laughs> why is it? It's, like, it's because he's like, this is, I'm putting it all out there, and I'm not coming back to it. So this is, what, I, this, is, this is what I'm going to do. So knowing Two that is, is helpful. But also with what Noah said too, it's also then you get scenes like when Wonder Woman is stopping the reactionary terrorists and she, uh, again, I love seeing Wonder Woman, nice, whoop some ass, um, but there's just things that happen in that that don't make sense to me. Um, you know, one gripe, sure. one gripe I'll have. It, it, it's very, very bad. <laughs> I, the, hey, I'm glad she can block everything with her bracers, even though she still has a shield. That's cool. Still using her bracers, whatever. That seems a little more difficult, but hey, once you get a shield and dastard, you got to do the next thing. Um, so she beats wholesale ass. Very cool. But then uh, there's the one guy left with his gun. He fires at everyone, and she's just ding, 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 ding. and then slow motion. She turns and looks, and she lets him reload. And then he reloads his gun, which I'm like, you can move really fucking fast. Why are you letting him reload? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, don't worry, I got this. And then she does her limit break. She explodes out the whole side of the building, like on that floor. And you gotta be like, there's gotta be some concussive plastic that like half those hostages probably are deaf moving forward at least oh absolutely if not having internal injuries from the concussive mm -hmm. blast because i don't think she we always see her shooting stuff forward but there's gotta be you know a right. 360 effect you know <laughs> that's happening here but th those are the kinds of sequences where i'm like you're establishing how badass she is and i love actually you no know, you had a really great note where it was like all this stuff is happening in broad daylight and like Wonder Woman's on top of the building just watching it happen. <laughs> that that was something that I thought when they panned up, I was like, you better not be standing up. She's standing there. It's yep. like, wait, you're just, you're just watching this happen. And also right. you can only see what's happening until they enter the building. Like, you have right. no idea what else is happening. Mm -hmm. Like we also, do. It's but... not like she's thousands of feet in the air. She's conservatively four <laughs> stories up. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's so this whole scene had me fucking writing. <laughs> he said, we're going to take out four city blocks with this bomb. Dude, you're in a huge building. This, this is a huge building that probably covers multiple blocks. <laughs> so what are you trying to accomplish with this one little C4, like two pounds of C4 suitcase? Like, what are you trying to actually accomplish here? This guy was, was trying to get TikTok famous. He... <laughs> Didn't have any plan. They call themselves reactionary terrorists because they didn't have a name for their group. Like, <laughs> why would they have a name for the group? Because they're going to kill themselves. Are you rolling? Are we on? Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't think they're trying to. Hey, kill fam, it's us. <laughs> I low key think the bomb was fake. I know it blew up, but like, <laughs> four city blocks. Hold man, on, you don't hold on. Ah, low key, I think it's fake. It did blow up, but I still think it was fake. <laughs> four city blocks, man. Four city blocks. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, like, yeah, that's a lot. It, it's a that, that's a long stretch of land, and that little briefcase could not be packing that. With uh, what? Well, you know, this guy had a suit. He got that at J.C. Penny, probably. Yeah, he's not. No way. Um, I did like the flashback sequence that showed like all of the armies coming together and fighting Dark Side. I thought that was yeah. a pretty cool thing to see how mm -hmm. it works. I was a little surprised how Dark Side was. Uh, kind of weak like vulnerable 
Considering, you know, what Justin and I just did a couple weeks ago on a throwdown, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really, he didn't live up to the lore that we, the stuff that we read about him seems like he should have just been like, yeah, he uses eye lasers. Yeah, maybe he didn't reach full potential power yet. Maybe he's a young dude. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but was that like adolescent dark side? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, like he was just setting out on his own. He was having that gap year in between high school and college. Right. Because he was like, he took some arrow shots and obviously the, the axe from Ares, you know, was really what, what, what fucked him up pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but Jared says, I think that was a very young dark side. So maybe that had something to do with it. But I was, yeah. because I was confused. I'm like, dark side seems like... Radonkadonk. Um, mm -hmm. He's several thousand years younger. But how many thousands year old is he at that point? You know, he's yeah. a fucking old guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's weird. He he seemed to be um, omnipresent in this movie, but pretty fucking useless. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I, I as far as the anti-life equation goes. Explain that to me. Oh, do you want to know? <laughs> it's loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair plus self-worth divided by mockery divided by condemnation divided by misunderstanding times guilt times shame times failure times judgment n equals y where y equals hope and n equals folly love equals lies life equals death self equals dark side and that's just science you can't argue with it Math. i don't like anything yeah, that just out. happened i don't like anything that just happened that well, so why? i did have uh, Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's let's dive into this a little bit. Uh, that sounds like the result of a Gilbert Godfrey jerk-off instruction. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Did I not? Was I not clear, Doug? It was loneliness equals alienation plus fear plus despair plus self-worth divided by mockery. I, 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 and he's like, this equation exists on Earth. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's well, it does. Well, it does, Doug. And it's it's found on the Earth's crust, like right. That's where it is. Yep. It's like graffiti <sighs> on the Earth. See, because this tree is an aspen, you can tell that by the way that it is. <laughs> See, the anti-life equation is on Earth. We know that it's on Earth because it's there. Gotcha. Now I got it. My name is Darkside, and. <laughs> I got rock skin, but arrows still hurt. And I've got lava eyes. So and I got and I got lava eyes. I actually I liked their little hologram thing. That was like the melty yeah. goo face. That was sweet. I did yeah. like that. And um, I did like seeing like Zeus was ripped, and that guy was yeah. like, "I will harness this lightning." I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah. Like I was a big fan of that. Was so that I, Zeus or was that his son Ares? His Ares was the guy with the axe. Yes. Zeus was, was Zeus throwing lightning was bolts. the father of Ares. So okay. I thought Zeus was fake. <laughs> I thought Zeus was not a real person. But mm. when I saw this movie and he was there, I was I was really surprised. Like in real life? Like just sort of thing? Like I right, didn't that's think what Zeus was real. Right, 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 right. That's what and, I'm saying. Until yeah. I saw him there. Now I think he might be, you know? <laughs> right. No. Well, he was there. I don't know. Yeah, and that's how we know that he's real because we saw him. He exists. There. Absolutely. You right. Know? So he, there, I yes. love Zeus is sick. I want more of him. <laughs> it's true. I don't even know where that is in the notes. Hold on. I got a. That was awesome. Shit. There it is. Um, so Zeus was sick. I want more of him. 
That was pretty cool. Oh, interesting. So Jervis says Zeus is Diana's father. That can't be right. It's true. Ah, no, he fucks. In Greek mythology? Well, I don't think Diana exists in Greek mythology, but in In this lore. Checkmate. (laughs) Checkmate. You lose, bitch. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed Cyborg, this movie. I think Cyborg got a huge disservice in the theatrical release, and this Mm -hmm. movie, I gave a shit about him. I thought it was... It was it was weak at times as far as, you know, it was pretty linear as far as the relationship and stuff goes, but I still enjoyed it. And um it was he was so useful. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of folks said like he, he was supposed to be the heart of the movie, and I think he was. I think he really it was cool to see his understand his powers, understand mm-hmm. truly what he is, where he came from, and um yeah, it was it was I thought he had a really great arc. Yeah. Um there is no world where Cyborg's not a supervillain. Of course. He in this movie, his origin story is a villain origin story. He's in a car crash, his mom died, his dad gave him nukes and access to the like, financial system. But he has a good heart. Yeah. So he's not gonna end a civilization and become Terminator because he has a good heart. But I loved it. I, 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 I did. I, I, did motherfucker. I absolutely loved his character. I mean, he, it was fucking awesome. It's a bummer that he's not going to be in any of the future movies. Yeah. Like he, it was, it was really great. And I love cyborg as a fucking character. He's awesome. <clears throat> uh, naturally. I, I didn't think he was that OP. <laughs> so I'm glad that he's on our side, man. Yeah. I, I was a little annoyed by his dad explaining to him all his powers. I'm like, how yeah. how did you give him all these powers, sir? Like it was how, the mother box. I get it, but does this I would I would assume that his dad wouldn't be able to understand the mother box and what's No, no, truly, Doug, but it's the mother box. Right, right, but it's the mother box. Actually, actually right. I, Doug, I feel like there is box, there is maybe some explanation for that in that his well, because he crushed the tape, right? So like yeah. was his father explaining it to him, or that. was that like the digi version of his father? Uh, being like the mother box's essence explaining. Well, I, he understood. He listened to a point where he said, yeah. now as your father, I want to, that's where he stopped the tape and he crushed it. Cause he's like, I don't want to hear that anymore. Cause then he, he reanimate, right. he recreates it and then plays it again at the end of the movie. Right. So, yeah, which that's great. Which I again, mean, yeah. Does he just control matter now? Yeah, I think that, I think so. Because tapes are okay. definitely not electronic <laughs> in nature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I in the original uh, Justice League, the 2017 versions, like Cyborg made zero sense. <clears throat> it was yeah. rust, like everything was rust. Thanks a lot, Whedon. But he he was he made no sense. And in this one, he truly was yeah, like he was the center of this movie. I gave a shit about him. I understood his backstory more. He like it, there he had a he had a very definitive purpose. And you wanted you, I legitimately wanted more of him. I'm like, fuck, I could, I could watch this character, this character, yes. not the 2017 character, this one, I could watch this. Uh, and even flash was less annoying than he was in the, in the, uh, he was still our, our comic relief, yeah. but it was done in a very, uh, it was done in a much better way. 
it and wasn't he was definitely funny. I, I think that yeah. even the jokes that carried over from Justice League were still funny. I mean, he, he was a he's a well written character. He's good. Uh, and the actor that plays him also very good. Yeah, I will, there were some there were some funky stuff going on. Like when he trips, I'm like, dude, he runs for a living. He's not gonna trip ever. <laughs> so he's still green. He's nervous. Oh, he's red. He's wearing a red suit. I well, I uh, I did not. I got really annoyed with his intro sequence. It took so fucking long for a guy who was running fast. His shit was so fucking slow all the right. time. And on top of that, I really didn't like a lot of the music choices they had in this movie. It totally brought me out of the moment. It was just <laughs> yeah. like in that whole sequence, whatever song was playing, I was like, ugh. It was just. It was so. I wish it would have been that. I would have lived with that. But whatever soundtrack thing that they had that they played, the the, the song that was playing, I was like, ah. They had some really weird things too, like yeah. whenever they just, I don't know, the, the the music choices were very odd to me, and I was like, uh, I don't feel like this yeah. fits at all. And yeah. um, I thought the sequences were cool visually. They were very cool. I like what they did with it, and uh, I thought Flash was running weird a lot of the time. Like, <laughs> and he was like, I gotta reach. I got to reach for stuff, you know, because that's how it works. Well, look, you and I have never, we've never run near the speed of, of light, Doug. So maybe that's just how you run. Maybe that is. You um, don't know. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy him, like, throughout the movie. He was nice. I like how they kind of took away some of his insecurities. Although I did kind of appreciate that scene in the original Justice League where Batman, where he's like, the first fight in the tunnels, and he's like, I don't know what to do. And Batman's like, save someone. He's like, which one? He's like, get one, and then just get another one. He kind of brought him... I kind of I appreciate the idea of Batman coaching him. So yes. I wasn't mad that it wasn't in there, but I was like, I did kind of appreciate that scene from the original because here's a guy who's like really freaked out. He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And Batman's like, I got you. I was like, that's pretty right. cool. I really appreciated that. But focus you know, on one person and, and let's yeah. let's balance this, you know, constructive criticism with the fucking Mercedes they got in and drove away with. That was a fucking CG highway. Come on. What are you doing? Just have him get in a car and drive away. It's not, you don't have to make a fucking virtual environment for this. Come on. I got to admit, didn't I didn't exist how it was in his head. They couldn't I, find an actual highway. You want it to like look that. like Spy Kids 3D, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that was the vision. <laughs> and and even, even at the beginning of that scene, you started with bad <clears throat> CGI because the train runs through. Uh -huh. You couldn't have, it was a CG train. Just get a real train. You're at a train set. You're, you're at a train set. Just I'm get not going to lie. I noticed none of this. Same. I'm same. I didn't see it either, dude. Like as you, I read that. I was like, I didn't, I didn't see, I'm a, no, I'm not going to go back, but I'm going to take your word for it. The motion blur didn't match the shutter speed. Come on. <laughs> um, I, I will say in regards to the slow motion again, though, um, I, I, we've talked, it was uh, an aggressive amount of slow motion throughout the entire film. Um, I would say that if every scene and every character in every scene didn't have at least one bit of slow motion, it would have made Flash's slow motion that much more impactful. I feel like right. you you reserve that for Flash because he is the, sure, they all move fast. He is the one that moves real fucking fast. So say show them moving fast, show him slowed down and how fast he's actually moving. To me, that gives a lot more oomph behind it in, instead of just going, hey, look, 
everyone slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, no, because I think that would have yeah. been great for a scene, kind of like what they did in X-Men whenever they had Quicksilver, and they showed those yeah. sequences where he would go. But the, also, you'd see him just go around the screen right. really fast. It would have been great to have a cool moment, like in the tunnel sequence or something like that, where he's running around, he's just poking things here and there and doing that sort of stuff. And, and you get to see... Um, I also just was like, oh, cool. He's just going to turn back time. Uh, all right. You know, he's like, I'm going to break the rule. And he goes, there was, there was a lot of that sort of stuff where I'm like, I actually, I was like, okay, fine. I'll let it go. Um, because we, apparently we need to, we need this. We need to do this, you know, to make this happen. It seemed kind of cheap, but I'm like, But the fine. thing was, they teed it up a few times though. Like they, you knew it was coming. It mm-hmm. wasn't out of nowhere. Like you knew because they, they, they set it up two or three times. He talked about breaking the rule. And I mean, I also made, I think, the part where the boxes do align less impactful because you did know, you're like, well, obviously they're going to, you know, turn back time to uh, fix this situation. <laughs> like there was no like, oh, I didn't, right. you know, I, oh, no, what are they going to do? It's like, well, I right. mean, going to fix it. Uh, right. Superman disintegrated. They've got to reverse. I thought that, that. was sweet. I, I actually thought that, that was, was cool. That whole visual was awesome. But how? But I will say, you know, I'm not Einstein. I didn't write. I didn't write. You know, fucking you heard, space. You heard theory. it here first. I'm not. It's not me. But is just running at this because I know that time is relative, and I and I understand that when you're here traveling we go. at the speed get out of the light, whiteboard. When you're traveling at the speed of light, time relatively is different for you than it would be for for us. And so, but does that mean that literally time moves backwards if you're running just in a straight line at the speed of light? It doesn't hold up. It's a, it's a comic book movie. I understand. Right. But I, I, the thing is, I don't think it's a matter of him reversing time. I think he is running backwards. He's, he's running time. faster than the time that already happened. Exactly. Yeah, he's and it's and it. Uh, it's it cool. All goes back cool. to Speed Force and the central nuclear, the central point of yeah. It's better time travel than Tenet. <laughs> it's still haven't it seen it. Waiting for it to drop on HBO. Yeah. Um, but uh, what something that actually has only ever really been mentioned in the Marvel comics that I think would be something really cool if we could get mo- like more of as far as like the Flash or Quicksilver goes is these people are fast their brain is fast and like the way that they perceive the world is slow and so it's like you'd think that you know comparatively flash would be like a kind of an asshole all the time because how quicksilver in the comics explains his life is you're waiting at a roller coaster and it just you are are never moving forward in line like the person the people in front of like it's just never going because like the ride's broken down so you're just stuck in line and he lives his entire life like that and I think that, like, if we would see any of that from any of these, like, mm. fast characters would be sweet because they're like, oh, my God, Batman, I get it. You're a superhero, dude. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, I can have this done already. <laughs> if this movie wasn't four hours long, it would be over. That's actually a really good point. And it's kind of yeah. similar to uh, Jessica Jones with uh, the Purple Man, you know, because yeah. his whole life has been spent telling people to do stuff and they do it. And I love that scene in that show where um he uh he basically is like just waiting he's not actually giving um commands he's like wow so you just sit here and wait for people to do stuff he's like this is exhausting so i kind of like take that same mindset of like oh 
Um, yeah, if someone was that fast, they'd be like, what the fuck? Let's go. Boom. You know, like they're just let's so go, used go, to. Let's go. Like, it's, it must be almost kind of like torture doing that. Uh, Kessler, thank you so much. Thanks for the hey. follow. Thanks for loving our channel. Welcome. I, w I, I, was, I actually I actually want to talk about what Jared mentioned. That Superman versus Flash scene was was one of the best parts of the movie for me. Like that was tight. Like when, it, it didn't last very long, but it was it was great. When Superman comes back and fights the Justice League, that was actually one of the standout scenes from yeah. the original. Oh, yeah. Um that I love that when he's running and he sees Superman just like turn his head. And he's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like, <laughs> you can see that that uh, he's very still, like, uh, still very green, very yeah, not not seasoned. And he's like, "Uh oh, yeah. no one's ever looked at me before. What do I do?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" And it was really and it, it, honestly, like, Superman's giving him some time to breathe was really nice in this because in the original movie, he gets revived and then you know, co coming back to like. When, you know, seeing Steppenwolf throughout the movie, what kind of sucked in the original was like, he just, Steppenwolf just beat wholesale ass. Just right. the whole time, there was no hope. Superman shows up and basically it's just like, uh-oh, someone turned on the cheat code, game over. Whereas in this version, what I really liked was you got to see them individually get their ass beat, but when they teamed up, they were being more, they were more successful. You got to see them when they were working together. And so... I feel like that added to the fact that then when Superman shows up and is able to punch Steppenwolf down, you realize, I don't know, it meant so much more than him just showing up and being like, sorry guys, I'm here, game over now. Like, while they couldn't beat Steppenwolf, they were, they were, they were trying, they were attacking, he was annoyed by them. He was annoyed by their attempts right. to stop him, but he was more powerful. And then it just seemed to mean more when they all came together. And you could argue that Aquaman got the killing blow, which, was, which was awesome. I know that he threw him and we were like, oh, well, we got somebody else. But no, nah, he stabbed that guy through the. Yeah, right. Just and that was sick. I, I was like, I was like, yes, Aquaman is needs love. He's got a lot of screen time, but yeah, we got We need people to realize that he's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Aquaman was I, I, I appreciate a lot of his stuff in this. And one thing I also say is people get stuck in walls a lot. They get punched in the walls and they're like, <laughs> And they're like, it's like Dragon Ball. Uh, 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 they have to pull themselves out. I'm like, God damn, man! Like this is brutal. I, I will, I will say, Aquaman, uh, not a trident. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, it's a vibrant. So yeah. it's a qu quindent. Pentadent. Pentadent. There we go. Um, it's a fork. That's all. So that's my, that's my Aquaman. Big ass fork. Complaint. Yeah. No, but, I, no, I, I like. <laughs> I do like. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> um i do like what they did with with aquaman it was it was definitely um they toned down jason momoa's dude bro-ishness which i was very yeah. grateful for you know he was very he still got the my man in there he did but i didn't mind it as much because right he wasn't right. like Woo! as he's jumping through the air yeah. and stabbing you know these demons and stuff like that he was a little more brooding which i kind of liked and you yeah, know sure it it was it was pretty decent um it was rough having seen the Aquaman movie, just having to ignore it. <laughs> just the fact, just the fact, it's like, oh yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, um, that's it, that true, was yeah. that was odd because I enjoyed that movie too, as as much as you can enjoy an Aquaman movie, I suppose. <laughs> I'm glad that we got some Willem Dafoe in here, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just like underwater wet Willem Dafoe is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, I'm here for it. Me too. Some of the best filmmaking, I think. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. 
I want to talk about Batman real quick here. Um, Please. He was interesting in this movie. There you go, Justin. Nice. Um, I liked him more in this version than the other one. Um, I seem to understand more why he just had guns and was shooting for some reason. Like it, it made more sense in this movie as opposed to sure. the last one picking up what obviously was plastic guns and firing at stuff. I was like, wait, is this all, is all, is this all he's going to do? Like he had a more powerful, like I need to get these people together. He was the glue that was trying to pull people in his, in him being like, I'm going to go draw them off. You guys go in and take care of business. Almost like he understands his role and that look, I can't punch Steppenwolf. All right. Punching Wolf, punching Wolf. That's his new way. Punching Wolf is going to tear me a new asshole. So what I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to draw them away and that's going to be my thing. And you have to see him kind of, cause he doesn't do a ton of action sequences in the film. Like he's not doing a whole lot. Even, even like the superhero, like pose he was in the car. Yeah, right? Which is super funny. Exactly. Because he had to because everyone else could fly. (laughs) Bro. Yeah. Which I I appreciated that shot. It reminded me of Age of Ultron. I I appreciated the shot. I just thought it was really funny. Yeah. It was unreasonably. Like, it was just big car. Yeah. People. They're just people. And then big big car yeah i also got kind of annoyed just logistically he's got these guns on the front of his car but it doesn't look like they're aiming they're just straightforward and these parademons right. are just getting in the line of fire like flying in front of right. it and getting mowed down i was like come on you guys have wings like just fly up and shoot down like go, go you know, up go up go up and up. um but and you know i i i liked i mean i, I liked batman he was good it was interesting yeah. um i i'm with you Noah. i don't know why he's the only one that has visions um of the future still i still not on board with this because it just because it just blows me away like I, I, we watched the entire epilogue i'm like what the fuck the death stroke and then they're, he's on the team now and then the joker's there and he was like ah, 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 ah. and you're like what the fuck aquaman is dead what is happening and wonder woman's cuts- obviously dead like everyone's dead and then it cuts to him talking to fucking Martian Manhunter, and you're like, why the fuck? What, who is Bruce Wayne? He's just a dude. What the fuck? He's yeah. just a guy. And he makes a joke about it earlier, too. He's like, what's your superpower? Being rich. It's like, if I had a dime for every dollar I had, I'd have a lot of dimes because I have a lot of dollars. It's like, dude, we get it. You're Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Why do you speak has- Icelandic? <laughs> But he's rich. He paid for, you know, Babel. He's got he's, he's got he's got the Duolingo membership. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Yeah. He, he he definitely did that. Uh, Martian Manor, in my opinion, had no no business being in the middle of that movie, like at all. It was I such was into a weird it. I, lo- I love Martian Manhunter, so I just I was just happy to see him there. I mean, happy to be included. I, no business being in the middle of it. I would totally have taken him at the end where where yeah. they introduced him. Like, sure. Again, I don't think <laughs> I don't understand the point of him pretending to be Martha Kent. Coming to see Lois Lane, and then two days later at two a.m., Lois Lane is like, "Hmm, maybe I should go back to work in the middle of the night." I'm like, "What was that? Why? What? What was this?" And then, because that was my that was the one thing I had trouble with the Superman revival scene. In the original one, Batman planned on having her there so that Superman would see her. Like as he's getting his ass kicked, he's like, "Pull out the big guns or whatever, put out the secret weapon," and it's Lois. Whereas and this one, it was purely coincidence that she was there at the time when they revived him, and she just happened to stumble into the scene and was like, Clark? And he's like, huh? 
which I had more trouble with. <laughs> hey, Castwave Studios, thanks for the raid. Thanks for the host. Good to see you again. Hope you're well. Glad to see you. Um, so that kind of bothered me a little bit. I like, because Batman is a guy that plants. That's what he's known for. He's sees all the angles. He's got stuff lined up. This time he's like, I've got these bracers that will block. And I'm like, Superman, just look down at his dick and scorch his dick off. Like, just aim. Like, he's like, oh, no, I can only hit his forearm. Ha! Just ha! like the parademons flew like right in front of the guns. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It's like they needed that to happen. Yeah. I, I will say completely. Ask... Yeah, go. No, go. just real quick. As you're, because it'll take a little while for this to catch up on the stream. I want, Jared said, because Martian Manhunter needed to get Lois back into the world. I want you to explain that more in the chat, Jared. Noah, please go ahead. That's you're talking like tax actually... wise, like she needs to get out there because <laughs> the city needs taxes on her revenue, her income. Like she needs to get out true. there and yeah. spend for the economy. Like, tell me, tell me what, what she so, needs to do. So I'll say that there there was actually like, I don't know, I, I don't know if you call it like a cameo or an Easter egg, but throughout the movie, uh, Lois Lane was actually there and she was you could see her on screen. I don't if you are paying attention. Seemed shoehorned. She seemed like she was there because she had to be like every single time she was on screen. I was like, OK, I can go up and like brush my teeth. Like, I, like I don't I brush my teeth a lot in this movie. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we hit slow mo, I went and brushed my teeth. Uh, my dentist loves this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he hates it. He doesn't want you to take time, care of your Every teeth. time Lois Lane was there, I'm like, this. She's, she's grieving. Be, she's she's here because we need to know that she's grieving and that she is gonna move on right before meeting Superman again in yeah. the black suit. Yeah. You make a good point too. Why didn't they clean up the statue? Like they just Why left it there in the ruins. Statue? They just kind of left. It. This has to be like weeks after the the previous movie. Yeah, right. So I, they just kind of left the statue there. I know they had, they did have like police barricades, like oh don't go over, don't don't go into the area where the Superman statue is. Um, but there was like flowers on it and stuff. Yeah, like there like there they they were flowers like by his head and stuff. So yeah. people were going. I think they were leaving it there again. They were leaving it there just as a a, a reminder. Statue. This is a where, yeah, statue. more or less it's more yeah. art. It's exactly. like it's like yeah, it's like Snyder's version of a statue is one right. that's just crumbled on the ground and when sad. it's done being there, it's going to go to the Gotham, uh, the Gotham <laughs> Museum of Contemporary it's be Art. A statue yeah. that's as big as the Burj Khalifa. Like, <laughs> somebody else, he's like he started on it, he started chiseling away, and he's like I don't want to do this anymore. And then somebody else made the statue, is like and it broke. And like okay, so now we're just gonna make an Eiffel Tower size statue. <laughs> yes. so why does it need to be that big? His dick is three feet too. <laughs> Super dick. So Super uh, dick. real quick, I want to talk about the epilogue. Um, yes. And in, but also real quick, Martian Manhunter in the movie, fine. What I really didn't like was how he ended with like, you know, Bruce Bruce asks, who are you? He doesn't really answer the question. Then he sort of like, you know, a couple minutes later goes, by the way, some people call me Martian Manhunter. I was like, God, did you have to say it? Like just, I, I mean. I go by many names, but you can call me. <laughs> Dr. Green. <laughs> I mean, I or don't know, Martian man. Manhunter. It's just like, it was weird. It was just weird. It's like, hey, I'm Martian Manhunter. It's like, God damn it. Like, let's just. Some people call Jared. me Martian Manhunter. You can call me Tristan. Jared. <laughs> You're defending this so hard. <laughs> yes, we have cleaned up the Sphinx. The nose that broke off isn't there anymore. <laughs> what the fuck are 
are you talking about? I know you like the movie, dude. But you can criticize it. It's okay. The statue shouldn't be there anymore. It's a hazard, at the very least, you know? No, it's not. It's got police barricades. There we go. Moving on. (laughs) So, the epilogue. So, also what I'm used to with sort of like these end credit sequences is something that's quick, snappy, grabs your attention, and leaves you wanting more. This was long. This is a long dream sequence where Batman's in the future. Like you just said, no, we get introduced to uh, uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. And he's like, oh, cool, I want to get Bruce Wayne because that was supposed to lead into the Batman movie with Ben Affleck that's no longer happening. That was supposed to set that up. And then we go to the future where Deathstroke's now on the side with them. And then you got Cyborg, you've got Flash, you've got the Atlantean lady, and then you've got the Joker. And Batman name and, drops Robin. Yeah. Who's like, that boy I killed yours. Yeah, like, right. At least, you know, ah, I mean, I'll say this much. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I was I was legitimately expecting just like with all the fucking wacky shit that was going on, I was expecting Willem Dafoe to come back and be like, I got you, Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm the green goblin. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I will say this much I did kind of enjoy the conversation between Batman and Joker I didn't really mm-hmm. understand it but I liked the antagonistic parts of it and also I kind of it seemed like Batman got under Joker's skin a little bit too yeah, yeah. which was really really was interesting cool. um, and hearing Batman drop an F-bomb was oddly satisfying to me right fuck. yeah I was like yeah. oh because he's like he basically is like, uh, I'm going to kill you, just so you know, because I will, because I hate everything about you. But he's also just like threw that thing in about uh, Harley Quinn. So did is Batman implying that he killed Harley Quinn? Maybe. I don't maybe, think so. I think that she's just, I think that she's just, so I think in the Justice League, uh, the Snyder universe, the Harley Quinn TV show is canon. So mm-hmm. she left him for Ivy. Okay. Uh, so now they're just out, they're just oh, they have being happy doing season three of Harley Quinn. <laughs> or she's I mean I'm assuming in this universe too at this point at the, of, the, of the timeline she's also dead, and because he obviously makes a a remark about you know just trying to get under <clears throat> his skin. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed that, but at the same time yeah. it was so long, and I was yeah. just like Jesus Christ! Like I loved you. You had some notes in here where <laughs> you were like, uh, let's see here. Jesus, they're dropping a lot of info. How far in the fucking future is this? It's unraveling. I was enjoying this, but now I'm upset. And Deathstroke's here? We just should introduce him as an enemy. Jesus fucking Christ, why? Why is Bruce the fucking Oracle having visions all the time? This sucks. And you're just like, so... You're, we, so we've introduced an entire plot with 20 minutes left? Good job, movie. Like, just... Yeah. It, it was, so it was I, paced I would weird. honestly say that the movie was probably a four out of five for me until the epilogue started and it bumped <laughs> it down to a three out of five for me. <laughs> and that's serious. That's just that's just how I how I felt about it. like it it's really just, just hurt. It just hurt my overall enjoyment of the movie. And that's like, and again, I know the intention was this, you know, 
Snyder had, like Justin said, two more movies. Yes. It was going to be a situation yeah. where Darkseid comes, he ravages the Earth, he turns Superman bad, <laughs> and then we would come together in the third movie, all the armies would come together again like they did in this, and they would fight Darkseid, and we'd have a great time. And he was just basically like, hey, this is kind of what I was going for. But kind of like also what Noah said in the beginning, still got to grade it, you know? Not yeah. what it sh- could have been or should have been. Just like Justin has yes. nailed me a couple times where I'm like, a better way to do it would have been this. It's like, yeah, but they didn't do it. So you got to live with what they have. Yes. Right. The movie is not Endgame. It's Infinity War. But it's the movie that we got. Yes. It's the movie that I watched. I understand. I, I'm the first guy to understand everything that's that goes on as far as behind the scenes stuff go. And I can respect the director as much as anybody else. The movie that I watched was not as good as anything Marvel has ever made with CGI on par with Black Panther. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's good. I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I feel like we have to, and it, this is a rare occasion where I'll say this, but I feel like we ha- almost have to stop comparing this to Marvel. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, unfair yeah. comparison because every not 10 out of 10 times it's going to fall short of marvel it's not yeah like we can no longer compare it to marvel we have to look at this and go how was this marvel doesn't exist how was yes. this you yeah. know what my, i mean like, my we can't entire say this. well marvel does in sequences yes. like this and marvel sets it up like that that doesn't matter anymore this yes. has to be looked at by itself yes and all i'm saying is the movie did a competent job competent job of being the movie that it was trying to be and that movie is just okay <laughs> and, and it I, did a good it, it did a great job of being just okay justin i agree with you to a point but kind mm-hmm. of similar like when you go to universal studios you know that disney world's out there not that far away <laughs> and it's yes. it's a theme park it's entertainment <laughs> they've got rides and stuff like that and you're like well these are well, kind these of movies different. are all just are all just theme parks they're kind of like What's similar experiences and it's the same thing where I also look at this as DC was trying to compete with Marvel in a sense of like, they were doing a lot of similar things. You are absolutely Mm -hmm. right in that. These are, this is not an apples to apples comparison, but it's really hard not to let that seep in because at this point I've been trained by Marvel and every superhero movie is, has this high watermark venom. Absolutely. uh, Everything that Sony puts out everything like, like, even the boys and things like that, I'm like, I'm approaching at it from a lens of like, all right, what is the gold standard? But I think to also to your point, we also have to like diminish the weight of that and be mm-hmm. like, okay, this was a movie. How was well, let's it? Let's do this. Yeah. Aquaman versus the Justice League. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Because Aquaman was <laughs> never self-serious. Like it was never this thing that was supposed to be Iron Man. It was never supposed to be this thing that's like, this is the greatest fucking superhero movie that's going to make all the other superhero movies the next superhero movie. It's just, this is Aquaman. It's the fucking water guy, but we have a cool actor playing the water guy. And so, and it does that well. And I would give that movie a four out of five. Like, Mm -hmm. because I sat down and there was no point in that movie where, yes, I can criticize it, but there was no point in that movie where I wasn't enjoying it all the way through. So as just another direct DC property, and I was enjoying almost everything as far as the Aquaman stuff in the in the Justice League movie goes, but it did better at doing what it was trying to do than Justice League did doing it what it was trying to do. That's a fair point. 
I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I have, I've, I've only seen it once and it, it, I cannot recall details from it. <laughs> That's how you know it was the, a good the, movie. Yeah. The final scene was, was not great, but like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Fucking water, wonder water fight. What are you going to do? Fucking sharks with lasers. Oh wait, they did that. Sharks with freaking lasers on their freaking heads. Yeah, he got it. (laughs) Score score one for the movie, I guess. Yes, I liked it. Like I, I don't don't know what else I can say. Yeah, I, I I liked it. For me, the epilogue. If we're wrapping up on that, the epilogue. Um, again, I liked the the concept that this is where Snyder was taking it. Yeah, and this is where his his uh like this is where his ideas were. Um, did we need it in this movie? Knowing that you know, I would say to Snyder like, hey, look, uh, if you're not going to get to do it, why tease it? You know, uh, I I understand that's where it was going. I would have been fine with it if Jared Leto wasn't the Joker. I'm just not a Jared Leto uh, fan uh, as the Joker. Uh, uh. Exactly. Um, I To me, Jared Leto, I like Jared Leto when he plays weird standalone characters that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like when he's trying to play this character, which exists, and there's a deep, deep, deep legacy with it. I It felt like someone... Watching him play the Joker felt like watching someone try to play the Joker. And I did, didn't get like Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger. And for all intents and purposes, um, Jack Nicholson, I, 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 I bought those guys as the Joker. I lost those characters. Yes, sure. Absolutely. I lost all of these people in the role of the Joker, but Leto, I'm like, Oh, that's Jared Leto playing the Joker. So that for me killed the whole epilogue. Personally. This was a, it was he was way better than in Suicide Squad though. I mean, he, yeah. there wasn't much of him in Suicide eh. Squad, but I I I, felt I the same I, about I him was personally. I was still like, oh yeah, it's the Joker. I, I like it. It's very nice. I don't know. As far as your point about like um why why give us this if it, if it's not going to come to anything. I think that we can just call it what it is and that's just like it's what he wanted to do and i mean and that's fine it was cool seeing the characters even if we never see them again like seeing deathstroke on screen was cool seeing martian manhunter in all of his cgi glory was cool it's a character like they're characters that i love that i'm cool like i'm I'm glad to see that's all we want we don't need entire mini series based off these characters we just want to see what they would look like in our world and that's cool with me I, I'm legitimately hopeful, uh, and I might be alone on this, but I'm legitimately hopeful that uh, D, that Warner looks at this and goes, all right, Snyder, here's some money. Do what you want to do. Because I would love to see the rest of the rest of his story fleshed out, personally. Yeah. Yar. Yar. Is that where you stand, Doug? Yar. Great. So we're on the same page. Welcome to the Throwdown. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Throwdown. All right, Dougie, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. This week's podcast, or Throwdown, brought to you by Noah, and it is Jared Leto's Joker versus Iron Man 3 Mandarin. So, we've got... uh, Can Can we just do this like we did the last one, guys? Yeah, we go for it. End it immediately. <laughs> the Mandarin? <laughs> That's Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> Wait, why? 
because we, we need to get we need to get some clarification on you from you yeah, because yeah. when you threw this out as a possibility are we talking about the real mandarin or are we talking no, no. about ben kingsley no no i'm talking about ben kingsley oh, oh jo- jared leto's joker yeah, of course. yeah that, that was my oh that my was God. my joke oh. that was the joke that i made oh, when i pitched okay. it uh but if we but if we want to take this if we want to take it to the i thought we were talking about guy pierce's character yeah, sure. Yeah. Then that's fine. Then we can do that too. Yeah, Ben Kingsley's <laughs> fucked. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, a dead man. Right, right. <laughs> that's what. That was uh. That was the joke that I made when I was pitching it. Uh. So yeah, let's go. I mean, uh, fuck yeah. He's gonna go right, fuck go that body. Who do you guys think? I mean, fuck. I mean, fucking Mandarin's got uh, magic powers, man. Well, not that. Not, not like the real- like oh, well, Guy Pierce's the- Guy Pierce's yes. character. So yeah. he's got like the what is it the uh, extremist? I was like exterminatus. Like nope, the, that's Warhammer 40k. That's Harry Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. With him, with the extremists, I uh, he he wet the fucking floor with him. Like yeah. hands down, Joker dies. Done. Yeah, because I mean, uh, the only reason <laughs> the only reason Joker doesn't die is because people don't want to fucking kill him because they're superheroes. So it's like if you put Joker versus. And I know that he's like in different things. He's competent, so like you could argue that maybe the the animated series Joker is could maybe last in a fight. But like Jared Leto Joker just seems like a guy. Like we yeah. haven't seen him. We haven't seen enough of him to know if he can do anything other than get somebody else to do his shit for him. Yeah. Because um, right. I don't even believe that he set up that floor of knives by himself. I think that he had somebody <laughs> do that. I think he I mean- hired like a. Like a yeah. carrot interior designer. <laughs> well, you bring up a good point because we don't really see him do much in Suicide Squad, right? Like people are terrified of him because he's crazy and he's kind of like a, a mob boss. But we don't yeah. actually get to see him do much. We don't see him as a guy with a plan, which is kind of what the Joker is both right. and not at the same time. And so um, that's kind of what's terrifying about him is he knows how to bring out the worst in people and play their worst parts of them against themselves. And I just don't see that with Jared Leto's Joker. Well, and and that does bring us to the epilogue a little bit, because clearly this Joker and this Batman have a history. Clearly, yeah. he did kill uh, Jason Todd. Like, yeah. like they like they they allude to that. So at some point, this Joker did all of the shit that happens in the Killing Joke. Like right. he 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 at, <clears throat> at least as far as speculation goes, did cripple Barbara Gordon and killed jason todd mm-hmm. so at the very least i think that it probably still isn't much of a fight but it's maybe not as easy as we're thinking it is at, yeah. at least at some point he's got a turning point where he goes full joker to do but again like, if you're some of that shit if, if you're going against someone who has the extremist thing in them yeah like that's that's still game over so i think it's if it's ben kingsley's mandarin uh if it's ben kingsley's mandalorian uh it's jason it's jason Todd died in the death of a family not killing joke that was my bad yeah if it's if it's uh guy pierce's it's him all the way so i think we've we need first and foremost need to make that distinction who is he yeah. fighting yeah i'd say if it's uh guy pierce guy pierce with his abilities would be able yeah. to defeat the joker unless the joker yeah. was able to somehow hit him against something but this jerry joker i haven't seen it yet so i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. give it to uh or, uh guy guy pierce yeah so we're doing Guy Pierce Mandarin for the win! Ah! Nah, 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 nah. Yes. Uh yeah. this was this was fun. This went by really fast. I was checking the time. I'm like, oh shit. We gotta yeah. get through some more stuff here. This is this is so much fun. 
Uh, Noah, thanks so much for coming back and chatting with us. Uh, please, please, please take this time to uh, promote anything you've got and anything you'd like to recommend. The floor is yours. Well, uh, let's see here. What I got is my Twitch and my Twitter and my Instagram, my personal stuff. You can follow me uh, at, at Noah Reno. That's A-T-N-O-H-R-E-N-O. Uh, that's where you can find all my goofy shit. I post food pictures on Instagram and one little pictures on Instagram. And I do uh, dumb Twitter things on Twitter and uh, my Twitch. I play video games and that is just about it as far as that goes. And then uh, if you are interested uh, in this uh, I'm legally obligated person that isn't me, uh, JJ Pogchamp, that is just at JJ Pogchamp on TikTok. And then at JJ Pogchamp69 on Twitter. He does a lot of really crazy, goofy shit. And I'm sure that you, you get a kick out of any of it. And uh, I, I, the more followers I get, the more ser- the more followers he gets, the more, so, more serotonin and stuff he gets, and the more drive he has to make more stuff. So if we can get that stuff rolling, that's all I can do. I got to recommend um, Arcadian Wild, Finch in the Pantry. Amazing album. Listen to it every day. Also, uh, JJ Podchamp made an appearance on the show. Like he he brought in a soundbite, so we we support him here at this podcast. It's very much so, yeah, yeah. And I, I highly recommend checking out Noah. He streams uh, a lot of cool stuff. He does Fall Guys. He's done Loop Hero recently. He's very engaging. I definitely like watching his stuff. So you should check him out on Twitch. Uh, Jerston, what do you got to uh, recommend this week? <clears throat> Besides recommending Zack Snyder's Justice League, I would say go out and watch it. Uh, I am going to recommend uh, you haven't heard this music podcast. Doug and I got to do a guest spot uh, today on that podcast, and it's going to be coming out, I think, on Monday. Um, Monday, and, March 29th. Uh, Monday, March 29th. And these guys are just fucking awesome uh richie and wayne you gotta you gotta go support them so please check out you haven't heard this music podcast if nothing else you're gonna laugh and you're gonna learn about some really cool artists that you have never heard of and you should probably be aware of yeah Um, so go check them out what's great about them is they 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 exist to highlight the indie artists that are out there people submit to them all the time they pick uh their favorites they showcase them they interview them um, they send them a lot of love, and it's really cool. So if you yourself are a musician or an artist, you should definitely check them out. Submit your stuff to them. They're phenomenal. And yes. uh, we had a lot of great fun with them. We're hoping to get them as guests on the podcast. You know, UK time differences is a little <clears throat> tricky, but we're going to make it happen because they're fucking great. And uh, they were so kind. They pulled a lot of the clips from our show just to play. Like, they they played the Doug Hate Stuff song. They played the Camel Farting Stuff. They even pulled the you know, uh, oh, fuck me, Slotty. Like, they they did all that stuff unprompted. And uh, right. it was very, very cool. So check them out. For cool, guys. Very yeah. cool. Doug, um, what do you got? I actually want to go, you know, <clears throat> when you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, and uh, I was shitting on Days of Future Past. And I went back and rewatched it. That's a pretty goddamn good X-Men movie, man. Like, I I used to, like, hang my hat on First Class. I rewatched First Class. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I'm like, I only saw Days of Future Past one time. I went back and rewatched it and I was like, this is actually really, really good. Like I, I, I take back what I said. I recommend X-Men days of future past. There you go. Peace. 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 In addition to that, please, everyone don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at MindGap podcast. Also check out our YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button. Uh, we post all of our uh, episodes there as well as highlights from our shows and our Twitch streams. And please follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. We do our record and 
broadcast our uh, podcast live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central, and we do our video game live streams Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Central as well. So come check that out. Justin also has credentials that exist in zeros and ones. That's true. On Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podbean, all the places. Share us, like us, subscribe, rate, review, all the things. And sharing is the big one. It means the world to us. So please share us around. Let people know we exist because a recommendation from you goes a long fucking way goddamn right and God. two east eighth.com slash mind gap and then just keep an eye on all two of two east eights social media handles because we've got uh stuff coming out and drew's posting a bunch of good stuff and we got other stuff and stuff's happening and stuff yeah stuff yep. stuff so uh uh noah once again thank you so much for taking the time to hang with us and provide your insight this was an absolute blast thank you all thank you buddy and i want to say uh justin thank you Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, don't forget loneliness plus uh, alienation plus fear plus despair plus self-worth divided by mockery, divided by condemnation, divided by misguiding, misunderstanding, times guilt, times shame, times failure, times judgment, N equals Y, where Y is hope, and N equals folly, love equals lies, life equals death, and self equals dark side. Don't ever forget that, listeners. Boy, I, I hope that, that was worth it. Six? Yes. Very good. You all have a dandy fucking week! Mind Gap Podcast.